Hey, welcome. This is 2020's <laughs> teaching. <laughs> Why do you laugh every time I say the word welcome? <laughs> is it because I don't say it right? Yeah. <laughs> but you can't say known. No, 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 no. Matt can't. What can't you say, Matt? What? How do you say towel? No, it's called towel. Towel? Towel, yeah. <laughs> Hey, welcome. This is 2020's Teaching Me, a podcast about life in lockdown 2.0, following Jesus. Um, my name is Ed Hodges. I'm the pastor of a little church in Exeter, and I'm with two of my favourite people, uh, Matt and Laura Clayton, part of our team here. Guys, how are you doing? Good. good. That's very kind of you to say. You are honestly some of my favourite people. I'm Aww. just wondering, we're, we're now, what, this is week three of lockdown? Yeah. I, th- that's, I was trying to work it out. I don't know. I feel like it's just all a bit of a... like. Losing like, track of time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Is it week three? I don't know. You're, and I you're don't know. Me like <laughs> I think it's week three. I it think is. it's week three well, of lockdown. Well, that's great because we've gone. We've got less to go than we've done. Then exactly. That, you know what I mean. That is right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. What's the way of saying Thanks everyone that? for tuning in for the incredibly <laughs> profound comments, um, guys. What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you this week? Should I jump in? Go for it. We um we went to a, a nice little. Uh, we had this thing called. Twisted Christmas. Where was it? Alacum Farm. Apparently, it's a real place. And, oh, yeah, you've um, been there a few times. <laughs> it's a good old little farm shop, yeah. Do, you, do your best Devonshire accent. Who are? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're offended, you can write in edhodges at somethatsexist.org. It's okay. I am, I am Devonshire, so it's I know, okay. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. And uh, so we went out to this little farm shop, right, to get this, <laughs> to get this takeaway Christmas twisted twisted christmas thing which was which was good actually it was really tasty yeah it's a little like afternoon tea thing sounds great yeah it was like you know like turkey stuff and a lot of halloumi a lot of halloumi which is good uh, anyway chocolate fondue that was yep, good yep yep and so we got into the shop and there was this woman in front of me that i assumed was pregnant you know like we've all been there right you see someone they look like they're about to pop and you kind of ask yourself like do i go there do i ask the question yeah like we've got a little baby and so I was thinking to myself, like, fair game, you know, like we're in the same boat together. Fair game. <laughs> fair game. I know a lot about pregnancy. I've had a wife who's been pregnant twice. <laughs> so, so, so I said to her, like, you know, like, oh, how long you got left? <laughs> and she looked at me and said, uh, uh, sorry, what? You know, that awkward moment where, you know, you've just. Oh, no. And so, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I thought, you know, I thought you might be pregnant. Uh, you know, like, did that whole, like, try to dig yourself out of a situation. And she was like, oh, why would you think that? Like, how can you be so rude? Anyway, to cut long story short, turns out she was pregnant and she was having a, la- <laughs> having a laugh with me. <laughs> she was like... And, and you had, deserved it. She had really good band. No, she had, like, two weeks to go. She was really pregnant. Yes, I know, but still, I just... Oh no! Yeah, maybe. Okay, actually, she's like really, weeks. really pregnant. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel like enough. you met your match in that situation. Yeah, I, I think it was good. Yeah. yeah, she was. She did. But she it did was really good. awkward because she just pre-played it along like really well and had a brilliant poker face. I wish I'd done that. Yeah. <laughs> to peep to me or to to men? <laughs> no, no. no, I knew you were pregnant. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Oh. And how are you doing? Any embarrassing stories or? Yeah, I'm doing okay. We're three weeks into this lockdown. And if I'm honest, and I can't really pin down why, I'm just a bit grumpy with the world. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, it's actually, it's way easier than it was last time. We're allowed out of our houses, our kids are in school, like we've got a bit more space to live and think. But um, I just, I, like, it's like a subconscious kind of grump with lockdown. And I'm not loving it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think, 
like if we think about it, it's now been the majority of our year so far. Mm. We have not been living in what is our normal life. And I think because in some ways something like you were saying feel normal, like kids are going to nursery and to school and you know, some shops are open and you can go and do things and lots of like businesses are getting really creative about like click and collect the you know all this kind of stuff so it feels like there are reasons to like get out and about but it's still not quite it's just not the same is it it like we're kind of just living in this kind of weird weirdness i know it feels just it feels a bit oppressive maybe yeah so how you feel yeah i think so um well it, it, we've never had to live... Okay, we always have to live by the law, right? We always have to live under some kind of rules some and regulations. Do, but <laughs> <laughs> But we've never had to live with such tight restrictions, but also that keep changing. Mm. And I think um, for someone like me who likes to be quite like in control of their environment and likes to know what's happening and what's happening in the future, that's really difficult. And especially now the situation we're in, like, you know, all the talk is about Christmas and not really knowing how that's going to be and people want to plan and they want to have something to look forward to. And, yeah, so, so to still be in this weird thing, be like, oh, can I do that? Is that allowed? How come that shop's open but that one isn't? I don't know. Yeah. just feels all a bit, yeah, oppressive, I think. Because you're, you're, like, massively organised and we're the complete opposites, right? So, like, I'm a bit scatty and all over the shop and everything's last minute and <laughs> like doesn't quite make sense but you're quite like organized methodical yeah i mean less so since having children i used to be much more well still way more than me though right because yeah. like well the, that the... doesn't take much does it <laughs> <laughs> anyone that's met you for more than like five minutes to know that <laughs> what are you talking about oh something shiny <laughs> um uh, you've lost i've lost track <laughs> but, no, but, you're, but you're like but you like the whole like methodical like I you like, like to know what's going you like on the rhythm and you like to know like you like to better plan right yeah. that's the yeah. thing yeah and we just can't right now or you only can you know like we know that the stage that we're going to be in until the second third of december but then we don't know after that and that's literally only a couple of weeks away and that's just i find that quite a hard world to live in yeah yeah. I think you've just nailed down why I feel cranky, though, because um, it's like nothing is normal. And they keep talking about a normal Christmas, like trying to give people a normal Christmas. I don't know if I've ever had a normal Christmas <laughs> as it goes, but I just nothing feels normal. No. And that level of like uncertainty, like it prompts anxiety in all of us, I think. And yeah. what, what you do with that to really like that's the real issue that's the real thing that i'm trying to work out right now i guess the whole thing is like if you know something's going to be different for a specific time period you can handle it like if you know like the end goal or you know where we're getting to but it's it just keeps going on and on and on and on mm. and i think that's what people find really hard you know like people thinking about getting married next year or you know wanting to go on holiday like all these kind of fun exciting things but we still don't actually know you mm. know by you know i don't know six months time next summer we, are we going to be back to like normal and like you know now we'll talk about like vaccines and everything but i don't know there's just still so much uncertainty 
So we're Jesus people and we're trying to follow yeah. him in this world and we're feeling all the same stuff that everyone else is feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what do we do with that? Oh, I don't know. Go ahead, what do you do? <laughs> like, because like, we can do the obvious things that people do, like where you go for, a, you know, like exercise and go for a run and have conference calls. And Matt, when was the last time you went for a run? <laughs> <laughs> I am growing a dad bod in an unhealthy way. I did do a fit class yeah. though, the other day. <laughs> We've gone majorly off topic. No, we haven't. No, we haven't because this is like, this is what we, like we're in danger of doing these things to like try and compensate to the fact that we are struggling, right? Mm-hmm. We all do them, like... Whether, whether, you know, like we say our hope is in Jesus, he brings us peace. Like we still are in danger of doing these things and living by them and swearing by them. And, uh, you know, like I was chatting to someone last week and they're like, oh, I just need to eat less of this, this, and I'll be happy. And I was like, I, it's probably, there's probably some science in that. I'm not saying it's not, if you're listening to this, whoever you are, please don't be offended by me. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, uh, I, I think that we, we say these things and do these things, but, but the reality is, is do we do we really embody the kind of peace that God wants to to give us? Yeah, which happens to be there's some truth in like exercise helps and eating well helps and sleeping well helps. Yeah. But there's 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 more to that though, right? Yeah, and I but that's what interests me. And we talked like last couple of weeks on this podcast about the need for honesty with God. And actually, if we can't get to that place where we're like, God, I, I this is how I feel. Like I do feel anxious. I do feel uh, restless I do feel contained mm-hmm. I think there's like that's for me that's that's the authentic response as as followers of Jesus yeah but I find that really hard to do um like in this kind of time I think yes also with having had a baby and and because of lockdown and having to be at home more I definitely when things are uncertain or different and changes happened I definitely retreat and I find in those times much harder than to come to God with what's going on. I find sometimes <laughs> when things are feeling a bit too much or I'm feeling, yeah, a little bit, uh, this kind of, yeah, like a oppressed kind of feeling, or sli- feeling slightly overwhelmed but not able to like pinpoint why. Yeah. Um, I find it much easier just to retreat, just to like reduce contact with, well, everybody basically, including God. Yeah. So I find that really, yeah, I was really challenged by that, like to be really honest with God in those times where you really need to be closest to him. Yeah. I've really struggled with that, actually. And how do you overcome that? Oh, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Please. I, do, I don't know. I just, I know that like maybe it responds prompts a different response in each of us and some people like throw ourselves into the relationships we are allowed to keep up and other of us pull away from those things yeah I think um Matt is really helpful like this all just came about because we had a really interesting conversation a couple of days ago and I often I'm not a particularly like I don't know if someone talks to me or they ask my opinion I like to go and think about it but I'm not necessarily like a reflective person when it comes to my like feelings and my emotions it normally takes somebody else to show me what's going on and Matt, <laughs> what are you laughing about no reason no no but you're you I find um our marriage is um really helpful for me in that way not that you're like 
oh, you're being really annoying, <laughs> whatever, whatever. But but you often although we do have we do have conversations. Yeah, too. we do. Um, but you often prompt conversations with me where it helps me. Like you're quite like self-reflective. Like you're quite aware of your emotions and your feelings. I'm not until. Like until not it's too late. I was gonna say that's I was gonna say too late. I don't mean too late. <laughs> so good when your husband finishes your sentences for you. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like until until I've been feeling that way, and then like instead of like catching myself, it's n- it's after like you know a few weeks or months of realizing oh I've really not been keeping in touch with people. I haven't seen people, and like even though I've had an opportunity to you know those kind of things, it's only because then we were I can't even remember how it came up, but we were chatting and made me realise, oh, actually, yeah, I have really retreated. Mm. Sometimes that can be really healthy, but I definitely find for me, after too long, it's, it's, it's too much. Mm. Mm. And so um, I felt really prompted and encouraged this week. I need to be kind of stepping out of that and being more open and honest with myself and God about mm. how I feel. Yeah. And I find that quite hard to do. To put words to feelings can be difficult. I was just thinking about um, something a bit different, which is there's a phrase being, that's been going around in my brain um, for a while, and um, which is the, the words you speak becomes a house that you live in. Mm. And um, I can't remember... I remember where I read it, but I don't remember who said it. The words that you speak becomes the house that you live in. And I think I've been really challenged as I... Yeah, we're all feeling a bit, like, feisty and a bit, you know, pent up <laughs> and a bit grumpy and a bit... Like, I think that's just the way the the world seems a bit... Like, I drove back from Marsh Barton, you know, at 10 minutes on the road, and three people horned at me. And that's probably because I drove really badly. <laughs> I was about to say, if three people beep their horns at you, it might be more you than well, them. Well, sort of, sort of wasn't. And I kind of just thought, you know, like, the world feels a bit like... Gearing up for something, yeah, and I think that I think that we really have to like choose the words that the words that we speak over ourselves and the things that we choose to believe. And like, do we really want to continually to rant about one specific thing or issue or personal situation, or like, do we really want to take that brain power to like really go down those routes, you know, of feeling this way, or do mm-hmm. we want to start to speak something completely different over it and about it? you know, that we, you know, like, we're a church, we're pastors, you know, do we want to start speaking, like, okay, well, like, I feel angry, but, you know, like, Jesus is going to be my peace, or I feel angry about mm. this, but actually God is still in control, like, mm. I feel really prompted to, over this last week, to to really rein in the things that I'm saying and thinking, because I don't want to build that house, I don't want to live in that mansion of, you know, negativity, negativity. and so, yeah, it's good. And we talked about that, it's like in our physical house as well, and with our yeah. family. Like um, our daughter Phoebe is three and a half, and is very much at the age where she's she, so aware of everything. Oh my goodness, she really soaks up just everything that we're saying in conversations where we have no idea that she's like even listen. Like probably even now, she sat like. Actually, I'm really bad at judging distances. How far is that away? I don't even I think it's like 10 metres. I was going to say 8 metres. <laughs> she's on her iPad. She's probably actually listening and she'll probably ask ask us later about something we talked about. Um, and so... Her, your iPad. It's supposed to be my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Um, Hence the drop-proof case. <laughs> yeah. But so, um, yeah, we were talking about not wanting to have that kind of spirit and 
of negativity in our home as well. Mm. You know, we only want Phoebe to hear um, us talking positively about situations um, and things that are going on in our lives. And yeah, so I think we've really been aware of that. Yeah. Like kids are like a, a mirror <laughs> yeah. to you, aren't they? Um, yeah. Yeah. In a really scary, scary way sometimes. But, but I guess we have to do more than just speak positivity though, right? Because yeah. this is not like a self-help guy that you can pick off a Smith's bookshelf, you know, like... Absolutely. You go to Smith's anymore. <laughs> That's about to say. Um, I do. Where are you buying your self-help books, mate? You want to get to <laughs> Waterstones. <laughs> Fancy. Other bookstores are available. Um, well, Smith's was open during the first lockdown, okay. so but anyway, brilliant. <laughs> we, but we we want to do more than that. You know, this is not this is there is a spiritual element to this as much as there is a physical element. Yes. And so, and so, I'm not what I'm not saying is just get you like do a Jordan North happy place, happy place, <laughs> happy place, happy place. And uh, it's a reference to uh, I'm a celebrity. I'm, a celeb. right? I'm impressed that you knew that, mate. I'm 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 with it. Um, I've been loving it. But uh, you know, like we're not we're not just sort of like just w- there is a spiritual element to this as well, which is that we, I think that in this season, I'm I'm extremely processing here. We need to, we need to soak up. That's like such a Christian thing to say. We need to kind of really gather the thoughts of God and us and speak that over ourselves. I mm. think like a, like we've never done before. And mm. I think that you know it's never been more important to sit and just be with God. And that sounds a bit hippie, doesn't it? But you know that kind of principle of just sitting and okay, saying like, okay, God, like come come speak to me. Come allow yourself to like minister to to me. And and out of that place, we get to speak words of life and we get to replace the thoughts and anxieties and frustrations and anger with the stuff that is is life and will bring life and will bring joy. Um, which which I, I, I get that, but being really honest, I don't know how to do that right now. Yeah. Like I I you guys sound like you're smashing it, but I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm doing Sounds any like of it. those things. Like I don't know what kind of house I'm building with my words over myself and over my family and over this lockdown. And I reckon there are probably plenty of people listening to this as well who feel exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So what, what, would you, what would you say? Like, how do we practically get to a place where we speak some life back into ourselves? Um, I think that having an attitude where we're more grateful, an attitude of gratitude, um, <laughs> is really good. <laughs> um, because there are, there are a lot of positive things that are going on right now. There are businesses that have um, been... Um, pushed to think really creatively about how that they can still keep running. Um, the fact that play parks are open um, during this lockdown is massive when you're a parent with small children. Um, and, you know, changing our mindset, just those little changes in our thoughts really can affect how we see the world and also how other people can see how we're responding to this situation. I always want someone to question why there's something maybe a little bit different about me to prompt a conversation about my like faith and my belief in God. And so I'm always trying to have that kind of mindset of, you know, like trying to be not completely ruled by the, the world and the situation that we're living in. Yeah. I think it's so wise. The gratitude thing has real power because the more frustrated you get, the smaller your worldview gets and you yeah. can't see the good stuff and yeah. therefore you forget about it Yeah, and you begin to just think smaller. Everything becomes about the things you're frustrated about. So how do you do that then with like your relationship with, with God? Like that's the ki- That's what we, that's the killer blow, right? Like it, all this stuff is, yeah, is helpful, but it needs to, we need to be able to 
change our understanding of the world based upon who God is. Yeah. For, for me, it's been like recently just trying to carve out time for prayer and it not be complicated and mm-hmm. like a, a big special event, like something you do in church. It just mm. needs to be simple again. And we do this thing with um, our kids before bedtime where we, we say thank you for something. We like thank you, Jesus, for something. And it's adorable. Like the things that they're thankful for are <laughs> so cute. And I'm like, oh, it's like really sweet. But actually it's challenged me to be like, what am I thankful for mm-hmm. in this moment? And for for cuddly bears and is this stuff, stuff that you're thankful for or this stuff what that... we get from Phoebe? oh okay <laughs> we get we get kind of similar stuff like thank you for my dolls thank you for nursery it's like it's amazing but it's challenged me to be like what what am i thankful for like what are the things that i'm actually taking stock of and um i'm i'm seeing a counselor at the moment just because I've, I've struggled with depression for a long time i mentioned in the first episode of this podcast and just needing to have that conversation and one of the things he's challenged me to do is to is to say like as i lie in bed at night be like thankful for one thing in the day mm. to be able to like have a positive marker um and to be able to build up on that mm. um which has been really yeah. helpful yeah talk about simplistic prayer yeah what Hold is on. i mean how do you but how do you keep prayer simple right it's honest right honest simple Simple is the same thing or same simple. I really like um, <laughs> Brother Luigi in the Alpha film series. He's got like a really fun Italian accent and mm-hmm. he's like, prayer, keep it simple, <laughs> keep it honest, keep it going. <laughs> and he just talks about it. And that's really, um, he's not going to be happy if he hears <laughs> this. But it, it, those are three think, things, yeah. right? Keep it simple, keep it honest, keep it going. Yeah. Keep when it I was going, a student yeah. and I, I was stressed out about my essays, I would go out the house in the morning and I'd walk around the tiny little play park behind our student house and I'd pray and I'd try and pray out loud because I felt like when I was praying out loud, I was more honest um, with God. Mm. And then I just kind of I had to become a habit and no matter how cold it was and as much as I didn't want to go outside, it, it was good for me to be out in that space. Mm. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said for keeping it going um, for people of our age and for a lot of people's mindset nowadays just actually sticking with something um i think sometimes it's a bit lost you know we're definitely of um the generation and generations below where we and you know this is talked about a lot where we expect things instantly Mm. and that just doesn't that just doesn't happen and that doesn't always happen with prayer like we have to persevere um and there's something to be said about having stability and um loyalty to something are i think incredible um characteristics to um have within our prayer life and just personally Mm. as well um so i think yeah keeping it going one um really that that motivates me yeah and i think the other thing is that god doesn't want complexity like god just wants real he wants he wants frankness he like he he can tolerate our frustrations and he he can incorporate our our worries and our doubts and like he doesn't run from those things and actually the kind of the most frank we can be the most normal we can be in our conversation the obviously there's not an effectiveness to prayer based on about what we do but (laughs) yeah there's the better prayer is when it's just simple and normal and average is yeah average is good yeah hmm. and you know the other thing we've heard about a lot this week is the, the vaccines coming mm. right so it feels like there's this glimmer of hope on the horizon and part of me doesn't want to lose the things that i'm learning in this season and the things that uh, you know i could take on i could like simplify my prayer life i could keep going with it i could become more honest with god like i want to hold on to this stuff now mm. almost before that that happens because there might be a time when normal life comes back. 
um, and then I guess that's the big question. Like, what did we learn in this in this year of this yeah. pandemic? Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. This has been 2020's Teaching Me, a podcast about life in lockdown 2.0. So grateful to my guests. Uh, do subscribe to this podcast. That would be a massive help to us. Share it with other people if you think they'd uh, enjoy it too. And we look forward to sharing you uh, some new content next week. Thank you.